World Rugby is working with law enforcement in five countries, including New Zealand, to prosecute people involved in online abuse during last year's Rugby World Cup. 21 social media accounts linked to New Zealand were identified as sending abuse to match officials or players involved in the tournament. We're joined by sports reporter Felicity Reid. This is interesting, Felicity. How have they found these people? So during the tournament, 900 social media accounts linked to players, match officials, match officials' family, World Rugby official accounts and team accounts were monitored and they looked at 1.3 million posts and comments and analysed those through data analysis. So World Rugby has linked up with data analysts in New Zealand, Australia, France, South Africa and the UK to track these people who are responsible for sending out these messages which would be threatening or abusive to these different organisations, players or people. And New Zealand police are reportedly investigating an online threat made by a New Zealander to kill a Rugby World Cup referee. So there are a total of three threats around killing linked to New Zealand accounts. So that would be dealt with during the Harmful Communications Act. And so the police would deal with that through that. They've also had nearly half of the abuse throughout that tournament was given to referees. So Wayne Bound, somebody who we've spoken about before, and he's mentioned the threats to his family, to his children. He received a third of all the abuse that was given out through, throughout the world to these referees and people at the World Cup. So far, one person in Australia has been arrested and charged. So we are expecting to see more come from this as well. But to sort of to say how widespread it is, there were 224 accounts that were identified as being abusive who they could identify the owner of. More than 470 World Rugby still believe that they could identify that person. And there are more than 1,100 unidentified accounts, which have since perhaps been shut down since the Rugby World Cup or basically being an alias of somebody who's put out that abuse without putting their face to it. And the England team were the one who got the most abuse across the tournament, and it was actually accounts from the UK followed by those in France where most of the abuse was coming from. That is really interesting. So beware, keyboard warriors. There are consequences for your words. Um, there is a new sporting trophy marking the Tangiwai disaster, and it's going to be played for in the Black Caps Proteus Test Series, yeah? It is. So the Tangiwai Shield was um, revealed today, so it'll be played for in the first test between the Black Caps and the Proteus, which starts on Sunday at Mount Monganui. The Tangawai disaster and cricket have been linked since that 1953 disaster which killed 151 people. So 21-year-old New Zealand fast bowler Bob Blair was in South Africa playing for New Zealand at that point and he found out that his fiancée Narissa Love was involved in that and had died. So he'd stayed at the hotel after receiving that bad news but New Zealand in that test were down to their ninth wicket. person was out and unexpectedly Bob Blair showed up and went out to bat with Bert Sutcliffe, who had his head all bandaged up and everything like that. This was really a poignant moment within cricket and the links between New Zealand and South Africa. And they put on a quick fire 33, probably not important in that moment, but they also got a world record 25 runs off one over. But it was all of that support that they had received. The New Zealanders and everything from South Africa in such a tough time. And New Zealand Cricket said the background to this test match is one of the most sad, moving and heartbreaking stories imaginable. It's also an uplifting story of incredible courage and resilience. And in terms of South African team, public and great compassion and empathy. Thank you, Felicity. That is our sports reporter, Felicity Reid.